Hey guys, welcome to the sixth episode of the podcast. That's what I said with me, Neeraj. And first things first, gotta address all the love and support you guys been showing me throughout the episodes. So thank you so much for that again. And uh, also some great response for the positive news segment which I introduced in the last episode. So I will be probably introducing that as a regular segment beyond coming episodes. But this episode, I have with me. a stand up comedian and we'll be talking about a lot of great topics so this is the sixth episode so hope you guys like it so without any further ado let me bring up the guest for this episode so vanakam guruji hi 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 neeraj how are you yeah i'm great how are you I'm I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm, I'm actually a little busy, but yeah, it's good. I mean, yeah, that's fine. All those, all those who are wondering, guys, his name is actually Guruji Niketan. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, all those who don't know Guruji Niketan, he is a stand-up comedian from Chennai and is also a film buff, digital marketer, and a content creator. So, tell me, uh, your Instagram. I'm a huge fan of your Instagram, by the way. Thank you, Some thank you, man. Great posts. and tell me how was your lockdown my lockdown it was uh first of all a lot of introspection a lot of unlearning things and a lot of uh, self analysis apart from that uh, i think i got i finally got to do a lot of things that i've been wanting to do for years now okay. so yeah like for instance i've been wanting to design for a while now and i started doing that during the lockdown oh yeah your digital art yeah and yeah. apart from that coding is a separate interest of mine and uh, i used to do it on and off every year like it's a so i used to start i used to keep at it for a week and then i'd give up and i just uh, move away but now i've actually taken it up seriously junior by any chance no no not at all i mean <laughs> i've been seeing ads uh, but no like i uh, i've been going for courses on uh, udemy because uh, like i i like the fact that udemy lets you uh, learn at your own pace and uh, uh, i feel like it's a lot less i mean you get to learn a lot uh, with a lot less effort as opposed to coursera or edx so yeah i, I hope started you to this and they like start sponsoring us or something <laughs> hopefully man what what about you how was your lockdown the usual actually just uh, I, i was in that quarantine cooking phase Okay. And um yeah and then I I just did a lot of cooking. I barely okay. just on I just logged in and started cooking. Um yeah that's so, pretty much it and it's pretty much same TV show um hmm. movies so many and yeah you've done online shows if I'm not wrong so many. Yeah I have I have. So so I've done I did stand up uh, once last year uh, formed at this All college. Right. and i hmm. thought um, so i really love the whole you know vibe the whole audience vibe the audience sharing part hmm. and uh, i was like and then i i thought it was really it was something that i could really work on and i thought something really my interest lies on and hmm. then i thought i'll start in 2020 i'd like made a resolution and stuff It's like you know what 2020 open mics every week <laughs> i'll go okay and then my everything corona all happened Hmm. and then i couldn't go so you tell right. me and there was a lot of uh, online opens also i don't know why i'm not getting the whole vibe to do that but you've been doing a lot of online shows so tell me how that is like how do you know like even you, when you crack a joke 
you don't know whether people are laughing or not because it's muted if they are laughing it's still muted so how is the whole experience from performing on stage to performing in front of a laptop no actually the thumb rule of an online show is that the audience leaves their uh, audio on like if possible video but yeah so we generally ask them to unmute themselves and okay. uh, a lot of them don't but some of them do like the hardcore comedy fans they do mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> and <clears throat> i feel in fact uh, i haven't been doing a lot of shows in the last couple of months because again like it, it's exactly the thing that you mentioned like i don't get the same vibe as right. performing on stage but this is something that we are doing to adapt to changing times and i definitely uh, have had good shows over the lockdown but again it's i don't necessarily feel comfortable as a performer because uh, i went through a change of sorts just before the lockdown started i mm-hmm. had a show at uh, soko and it went very well I, i'd say it's it's it was one of my best shows um in the four years that i've been doing comedy mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i think i went into the uh, like the lockdown started and i went into the lockdown with that kind of a high and uh, it all came crashing down because i realized that okay i cannot uh, like continue with the same flow because uh, i was particularly excited because i had like a couple of uh, high paying shows lined up as well and mm-hmm. like corporate uh, actually uh, college events so my audience okay. is predominantly between the 18 to 24 years bracket ha yeah 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 makes so sense. uh colleges they usually uh, asked me and like a couple of other comedians in from the chennai circuit to perform and it got cancelled because of corona and uh, i wanted to somehow hold on to that but i couldn't and uh, i haven't been able to adapt to zoom shows as well as i did to the stage no. so <clears throat> i'm still figuring it out i'm i'm looking at uh, how to perform and mm. i'm looking at the kind of content that i should be uh, delivering the kind of i've been refining my material to suit uh, uh, the online medium mm-hmm. and if anything mm. i've been i've been more focused on performing in uh, shows like dark shows shows that are uh, mm-hmm. like where you perform a uh, dark humor exclusively because mm-hmm. uh, like number one the audience that you get they know what they're signing up for and it's it's a great uh, like it just gives you a great vibe to perform in such a show yeah i mean i was just at <clears throat> show that was just one that was my first stand up performance it was at this college and hmm. it was at the it was at a fest it was a stand up event hmm. and the vibe was so great over there i loved the cheers i loved the whole yeah where was this by the way if i may so, ask it was in uh, it was in my it was in bangalore i seen bangalore okay so okay it was in this college called bms Okay. So they had this fest going on so they had people do a stand up event over there and then mm. they staged it as a proper one since it was you need the audience. And right. it was so great and I loved the whole vibe but I really wanted to go forward with it. I was just like mm. I really need to do this and I even came second on that. So I'm okay. like okay this is great and I thought I'd do it but uh, again corona and all I mean but... as <laughs> let me let me just give you something like a word of precaution. if you're coming uh, into the stand up scene straight out of that high of winning a competition be ready for disappointments because the real world is a lot different but i'll also encourage you to like go ahead and embrace it because if you fail in the beginning you will be able to sort of uh, like i've heard a lot of comedians who just started bombing on 
uh, on on stage on stage like there's so there i i've i've heard a lot of uh, podcasts where comedians talk about bombing on stage exactly and no honestly i can't even think about it i can't even think about me just telling a joke like that hmm. and the audience just, audience just looking at me like that like dude what did you just do yeah i mean if you, if you if you want to take up stand up seriously that's something that you'll have to get used to of course you'll get used to it only when you go through it but uh, eventually you'll take it in stride even the biggest comedians uh, in india today even even the biggest comedians in america all of them are used to bombing they they still do continue so it's part and parcel of uh, like being a comedian like it's it's pretty much like how uh, winning and losing is part and parcel of the game like you win some games you <laughs> lose some games that's how you take it but yeah i guess th- that's a good transit to our next topic you brought up games so yep. i guess this whole um, lockdown phase was such thing such a big toll on all of us and that's exactly when ipl came into place yeah and so yes guys those who are listening you have two csk fans on this episode <laughs> don't get triggered and stop listening to it right now but like we'll be neutral okay we'll start uh, be neutral i'll try <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's been a crazy season so far. Yeah, man. Think about. It. Well, you watched the match yesterday. Uh, yeah, I did. In fact, uh, I went out to a friend's place and like we watched it together. And I, I thought, uh, in fact, I, I felt extremely elated. I think that was that was one of my major highs <laughs> in the last you know, one actually, month. Actually, yesterday, um, yesterday was supposed to record, right? Yeah, and I was I was like, uh, during the match, how are we supposed to do it within the extra innings types? And then that's exactly when you're like, hey, let's postpone. I was like, yeah, oh. exactly. Now I was like, so my friend was like, listen, uh, so my friends basically his uh, mom and dad were out. They were out having dinner with uh, other family, and he was like, you know what? Let, let's just have a beer and let's let's post the match. And I wasn't willing to pass on that. So which is exactly why I delayed. And I'm glad it sat well that's with you too. That's totally fine. Even I was like. Uh, at least I could watch the match. I mean, I couldn't really tell that probably want to watch the match. No, I mean, if you told me that, I would have said same, and like we probably would have vibed <laughs> like in that moment instantly. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and but match match was crazy yesterday. I mean, one by ten wickets. That's some comeback, right? Yeah, exactly. Now, uh, it also tells you a lot about Dhoni's leadership as well because this is not the first time it's happening. <coughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, it's the second time. <coughs> no, it's not. It's not just that. But Dhoni, uh, he necess- never really drops players after like a couple of bad performances. Now that's something that's unique to CSK. For instance, yeah. I mean, a lot of other teams do it too. But uh, CSK has had a sort of a high success rate when it comes to that. Because I distinctly remember, I was just telling my friend yesterday after uh, watching Watson's performance in 2010. Yeah. Hayden wasn't at his best because Hayden was one of our star star batsmen. Like in yeah. 2008 yeah, and 2009. In fact, he won the Orange Cap for 2009. And true, true. Uh, in 2010, he wasn't performing as well as he did in the previous two seasons. Uh, a lot of people uh, like, and that was also uh, his last season in the IPL. So a lot of people true, true. Uh, used uh, the age factor, like about the fact that Hayden mm. was old at that point, and also about the age factor is always. an issue when it comes to CSK. Of course, of course. Let me get to that but before uh and this was the season where Hayden came in with his Mungo's bat basically. Mm. So, mm. 
a lot of people said that. But after like a couple of bad performances, uh, Hayden was still kept on the side, and uh, like the next match. So I think I think some I'm not sure who it was, but somebody criticized Dhoni's decision to keep Hayden in the team, especially considering we were losing. Uh, they still do. It's very yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> they still do. yeah. There's so much out there that it's very. Uh, but yeah, what Hayden came out, he hit 93 against Delhi and uh, 93 not out in fact, and he just shut everybody up. Now this is a pattern that we see with CSK. And about the age factor, while it isn't as bad as uh, the critics say it is, one mm. thing that uh, I am a little disappointed uh, in is the fact that we're not nurturing young players as much as. the other team yeah, uh, for I was, instance i was literally talking about that to my parents like there's a, you know apparently the uh, csk average like the age average is 34 or something 30 lol no, 31 point it's 31 years okay that's still i mean that's still like pretty crazy like you see you compare to rcb there's like so many young players even exactly exactly in rcb But, you have you have a star batsman in particular who's growing by yeah. miles and uh, you also have someone like washington sundar and you have Bowlers mm-hmm. like Navdeep Saini. That's one thing with CSK. Now CSK, we it, again. Now this is a very recent recent issue. In fact, I say this has been an issue after we came back in 2018. Before that, mm-hmm. you know, we, in 2013 we had like somebody like Ishwar Pandey coming in and bowling, and uh, we've had players. In fact, Ashwin uh, was somebody that came into the national side like that after his stellar yeah, performance exactly. in 2010. Hmm. So don't you think like it's uh it's kind of a, it's kind of a hard life being a CSK fan because like if you win, other fans are like ha match fixing. If we lose, we just lose. Well, I think at this point we're all used to it because this is the same thing that we've been seeing <laughs> for the for the last twelve years. Yeah. I I think that's why it's hard. That's why it's hard being a CSK fan. <laughs> no, but again, the difference. There's no point in arguing to these things because at the end of the day, we all do it for fun. Now, for instance, I. uh i i am a little noto i i i'm a little notorious for uh uh trolling rcb and the mumbai indians mm. <laughs> and mm. uh, i have made jokes about other teams every csk fans were in that phase yeah RCB. exactly see that's the thing with csk right um see even i don't mind if csk even loses a game yeah. i mean yeah uh, csk I just can't get the messages from the RCB fans. Like they're just waiting to swoop in. Especially I'm saying in Bangalore, so like everyone's just waiting to come at me. Like like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> And see, even RCB, I don't even I don't mind if they win or lose. I just want them to lose so that I so that the RCB fans don't come out and be like, oh, you see, RCB lose all the cup number, which they do every year. <laughs> now again, like it's now one thing that I will. Uh, so I, I mean, I do make jokes now. That as a content creator online and as a stand-up comedian, I kind of have to. But uh, mm-hmm. if you really think about it, I really do admire the kind of support that R- RCB's fans give the team every year. Because honestly, yes, because uh, like the kind of loyalty that you see from them and the fact that they don't, mm-hmm. they continue to root for the team despite uh, true, true. them choking or crashing out. Uh, every year, and of course, mm-hmm. I am a huge Virat Kohli fan. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not going to deny mm-hmm. that at all. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, to see, like I, I, despite, despite, uh, you know, despite being a hardcore CSK fan, I think when uh, the last time RCB came into the final, 
uh mm-hmm. i think it was against srh in 2016 yeah, yeah. it was against yeah yeah it was against so kohli delivered last year i think it was in 2014 or something no it was 2016 yeah. 16 like that's the year srh won now in fact on that day i was rooting right, for right. i was rooting for rcb because i wanted rcb to win and i wanted them to do it when csk was in the competition so that <laughs> there's no clash because after the master class that uh, virat delivered uh, in that season i felt like he deserved a victory yeah true true definitely true i mean rcb has some has some great batting lineup of course like this, this year so it's been spectacular and i um, like apart from csk my favorites for this year are rajasthan royals and uh, Kings Eleven, and of course Delhi Capitals. Uh, They're killing us. Of course, Rajasthan Royals because uh, number one, it's my I would say it's my second favorite team because I'm also a Dravid fan. I'm a huge fan of Rahul Dravid, mm. and mm. Yeah, 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 I love the fact that he mentored the team and stuff like that. And apart from that, I work for Red Bull, and Rajasthan is a Red Bull team. Uh, They're oh. sponsored by Red Bull, so uh, there's that kind of a. It's I mean, crazy how many, how many. Uh, products we're getting into this podcast i really wish one of them comes out and sponsors like it's not even of course man like wait how many like we've discussed uh we, we udemy got white hat junior yeah. we got red bull we got udemy, udemy and the fact was mm-hmm. so don't you think that the uh, ipl fan was being nasty and this case a bit too extreme like there's so the minute rcb wins or loses or the minute csk wins or loses there's always count uh, the counterpart always shits on shits on the other like don't you think that's a bit extreme after all we're in the same country neighboring states and it's a little bit politicized also right don't you think that oh politicization yeah i mean there there is a bit of that but i don't see a lot of that happening on social media i on social media it's largely just people trolling each other for the heck of it that that's pretty much how i see it i don't take it too seriously and mm-hmm. uh <clears throat> i don't really like but, but the one thing that i haven't been able to understand is simply the fact that the actual rivalry is between i mean the hardcore rivalry is between mumbai and chennai i don't really understand how yeah. this sort of a hatred developed between rcb fans and csk fans um mm-hmm. now this is something uh, that my friend gave me like he had a, he has a theory so now um mm-hmm. I personally started uh, like I personally developed a disdain for RCB after the 2009 semi final mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. like that's when I felt like oh my god these guys they uh, robbed us of our chances <laughs> now that was like 10 year old me in a place where mm-hmm. I wasn't uh, like I, like I just couldn't see my uh, favorite team losing but mm-hmm. eventually I grew out of it and uh, I just couldn't understand why there was such like uh, merciless trolling uh on both sides for me personally i think the rcb meme started when i saw i i saw this guy on facebook like it was someone you used to follow a while ago and there was also this page called troll cricket um mm-hmm. that was uh, very popular back then and they used to sort of uh, shit on csk all the time they used to constantly shit on csk and they used to hype rcb up now that's where it started for me that's where i felt like okay maybe i should come in and do this and that's why like every ipl season you can see me like maintaining that pattern of sorts um mm-hmm. <clears throat> and i think even uh, the politicized factor also plays a key role don't you think because like recently i saw this one post mm. on uh, instagram it was it was when rcb registered its first victory or something okay first so it was when they lost they lost once mm. uh, they lost after that victory and then uh, people started trolling rcb fans and this guy put out a video mm. 
uh, he was from my college mm. and he was like um, you see uh, he 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 spoke in kannada okay so like uh, it's fine even if you don't support our team just shut your mouth and please leave the state and he's like he's like so uh, cup ipl cup is ours kaveri is ours i'm like wow see, this is a sport yeah don't bring where did kaveri from from come from i, I have no idea now that is we just like now that is of course taking it yeah. to world completely different extreme and i don't think uh exactly. Now, thankfully, I haven't witnessed. And then I put out this huge post, like a lengthy article kind of post, being like, "Why do you have to politicize this, these kind of things? Like, it's just a game, and it's literally between two states in the same country." Hmm. And like, did you get hounded for it or something? I didn't get hounded for it. I was completely triggered by the by that post. Like, I was so triggered, I was off for like the whole day. Hmm. Then I decided, okay, this needs to be sorted out, and I put out a post. It's like. This is not cool. It's not a politicized view. It's just entertainment. Now, thankfully, I haven't like come across such posts like on either side. Like, no, no, like I haven't like seen such extreme videos from an RCB fan or from a CSK fan. But mm. of course, like I don't. But in terms of you saying, uh, uh, like you talking about the rivalry between the two teams, I think that is fine. That is completely fine because. Uh, it's not like we are because at the end of the day, when once the IPL ends, we are all rooting for India. There's no. um so true, yeah, yeah there's no there's no like bias so there's no hatred where it comes to supporting team india so as long as that exists i feel uh it's fine and i feel like yeah. we, these rivalries sort of uh make the sport a lot more fun to watch because you have you know skin in the game true, you true. have skin in the game and you kind of uh like the, the stakes the stakes just automatically become high like for instance you have el clasico yeah. uh in la liga where it's like real madrid versus mm. uh uh like fc barcelona has a huge rivalry that we love following and i don't i'm not a huge football fan but i even i you know sort of get invested when these two teams are playing and apart from that you of course have australia and england with the ashes um mm. and you have india pakistan and after the 2011 mm. world cup india uh, and uh, india and sri lanka like sort of developed mm-hmm. into a rivalry and uh, of course india and bangladesh i don't know how that started i don't know where that popped up from but really india and bangladesh have- yeah of course like i think uh, it's more on the bangladesh side of things where like bangladesh fans usually just lose it whenever india uh, wins a game or uh, they usually tend to be a little more aggressive when uh, um I, I don't know. I think it started after a T20 World Cup or something. In, I've seen that happening most in uh, more in Pakistan. Hmm. I haven't seen much. In of course, Pakistan. India Pakistan. You don't even need to talk about India Pakistan. That like that is the default. Now that is also a properly politicized rivalry. But true. <laughs> at this point, we're also See, that, that's the thing. That's the difference. That's between two countries, and this is between literally two states in the same country. Hmm. So in the country, it's fine to some extent. but like two states in the same country isn't that a little so then how would you define how would you uh, define uh, madrid versus barcelona i'm not a huge football fan so i'm not going to but yeah no, but it is a real thing and uh, hmm. i don't think i don't think you can you should consider it a bad thing or anything of uh, of that sort no, like you also you also i love watching hmm. i love watching the whole um like i watched csk versus rcb in bangalore hmm. i love the whole vibe and i met two extremes of fans where like 
where some RCB fans, like there was this family sitting behind hmm. me, and there was uh, they were uh, all RCB fans, hmm. and I think that game we lost by one run. Okay? Yeah, CSK lost. Yeah, last year Dhoni's fucking he just huh. uh, went full. Yeah, I was so that was like amazing. Hmm. What a game, right? Yeah, I was still satisfied by the game. We still lost. So this RCB fam uh, supporter family behind hmm. me. They when we when we were leaving the this thing, uh, some people were like, like you know they were kind of teasing us something. This family they were right behind me. They were like, you know what, it was actually good. Hmm. You know that's the kind of that's that's decent, right? Yeah. So some people see. I I think when you can't boil it down to a micro level like that because some people are just assholes and you can't really do anything about that. True. And uh, like stuff like this has happened in Chennai, like even uh, to one of the players. So when this is one story that I really love. Uh, this was after the successful run chase in 2012. It's the game where Jadeja mm-hmm. hit a four in the last ball and uh, we won the game. I think we chased down to not six. And th- this was okay. the same game where Albi smashed 28 of seven balls. Um, mm-hmm. uh, like in Virat Kohli's over. Now, after the okay. game... When Virat Kohli was going up mm-hmm. to the dressing room, some fan from Chennai shouted, mm-hmm. well bowled Kohli or something like that. Kohli was triggered and he fought with the fan and there's a video of it on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm pretty sure you watched it. So, so yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. really think you can boil it, boil it down to a micro level. But again, I feel like as long as it's healthy and as long as... Because, see, if RCB plays a good game and wins, I definitely am going to appreciate them, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. For so, instance, like I and plus, uh, there's this guy from you know Devdutt Parikh. Exactly. I, so he's a Joseph. Okay. Guy. So I'm a Joseph. Okay. Guy. Just like yes, but hmm. of course, like I've been rooting for. In fact, he is my captain uh, on my fantasy team today. I'm rooting for him because I really love oh. the game that he's playing, and it's not like just because I post mm. memes about RCB or just because I post memes about. Uh, uh, like Mumbai doesn't mean I don't really appreciate a good game game of cricket. For instance, I loved uh, Ishan mm. Kishan's innings the other day. Yeah, same. Like it was a brilliant yeah, game, but RCB again, like it, it was da- like that was an amazing game. Like I would have watched it with the same intensity. Uh, like if any other team had played, if it's at the end of the day, it's the game that matters. So, despite the means, it's all <laughs> good. Yeah. Yeah. So we were talking about putting out. You were talking about putting out content based on two other two teams. Mm. So that brings us to content creation. Mm. So being a newbie in the content creation mm. field, I wanted to ask what, what, how does like, does the pressure of being a content creator get to you? Like, of course. Right? You see, like I'm, I'm sometimes in a, in this zone where I'm not able to focus on the podcast and I'm not able to talk. Yeah. And that one, ep- there, there came out one episode, I think it was the second episode where I was completely down because there was this whole bad phase which I which I had hmm. gone through and my, my family members tested positive. Oh damn man, stuff. I'm so sorry. Yeah. So I couldn't really like get back and focus on the po- on the podcast. Hmm. At the same time it had too long, so I had to put out an episode. So how how do you think one can overcome that? Now I tried and I tested, but at the end of the day it's a, it comes down to your priorities. For instance, I like I was off uh, Instagram for three weeks starting uh, last week of August. Like I think I had a panel discussion about Madras week and I was off after that and I didn't return until mid-September. Mm-hmm. Until the yeah, IPL yeah. started basically. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. it does get to you because uh, like you 
face content blocks and you see uh like you sort of see that there are other creators doing great stuff and like it exactly. kind of becomes a vicious cycle it becomes a toxic cycle where you are not confident in yourself and uh you exactly there's so many i'm not the only one who started but there were so many others who started podcasts yeah like just boomed like yeah. anything and i was like how do i get better and how do i not lose followers and audience exactly now you should uh like you should sort of uh decide on what or, or rather why you're doing what you're doing for instance for me like this page mm. it's when it started i didn't expect it mm-hmm. to like grow to like 58.7k followers or anything like that i just i was posting it just, just for the fun of it right it was more like a spam account or it was more like a like shit posting account that just uh blew up right and i think the first year was the most like sort of creatively gratifying uh time and a lot of the followers that i still have are the people that con- chose to stay on mm-hmm. from that phase uh of the page because that is when i wanted to, like i used to post stuff just because i had an idea i didn't think of how many likes it would get how many shares mm-hmm. it would get or i didn't think of uh how it will perform i didn't but after it grew exactly i i didn't give a damn i didn't give a damn about the insights or anything or anything like that but uh last year i went through that phase last year and in fact uh, in the beginning of this year where i was giving uh too many fucks about the insights and how many people are sharing it and how many followers i'm gaining how many followers i'm losing and Dude. it sort of put me in a toxic mm-hmm. space and i it, it stopped being fun for, uh, after a point like there were times where i considered okay. quitting but uh the nature of my work kept me going on oh, i think for that all the time exactly so uh and it largely it came down for me it personally came down to uh like deciding what is important for me number one i realized that just posting memes wasn't doing it for me anymore because everybody reaches a saturation point and uh mm-hmm. this this so that's when it started the uh, write ups no, no no so the write ups started because i i really like writing i think it's definitely one thing that i want to do in like down the line like i want to be an author or maybe a screenwriter or something of that sort and uh, now that's how uh, writing started and like i just posted a couple and people liked it so i just decided to post a few more but again like even that mm. i used to so it, during the initial phase i used to post only when i felt like it only when i felt like okay i watched this film and i really would appreciate it but once i saw that people were getting uh, like people were asking for more of it i i just started writing pointlessly like just because i knew that okay some people are going to appreciate this and people are going to share it now that is a huge block okay. that i got over during this lockdown because i just stopped posting things that i uh, normally wouldn't want to because the kind of effort that i was taking to sit down and think of it and then like post something half baked uh, it wasn't really gratifying mm-hmm. anymore and i also started i also realized that i need to take a little more effort in the content that i post which is, which is why i started animating um and mm-hmm. the digital and, and digital art of course because i realized that uh, this is the kind of effort that it takes to get a video out and to the kind of experimenting true, true, true. Uh, that you get to do is something that i really like because uh, and i i'm in the beginning stages right now in fact i would say i'm starting from scratch the same way i did before mm-hmm. and um, okay. it's it's in a place where i like i am losing like 
I gain followers on some days, I lose followers on some days. But at this point, I don't give a damn anymore mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, what matters is that I'm happy with. I think that's what works, right? Eventually, that will work when you stop exactly. giving a damn. Like when I started the podcast, there was no one who, uh, who were doing the podcast. Who I thought I should really take it up and hmm. go for it. But when everyone started uh, after I did, I was like, okay, I think I should start getting better at this, and that's when the yeah, started, yeah. Right? And you also learn a lot. So I am a digital marketer by profession. So uh, it's part of what I do. Mm-hmm. And I think once I started mm-hmm. that, uh, it became sort of a chicken or the egg problem because I got into digital marketing because I grew a page organically. Like I haven't used a single uh, like promoted post. Like I haven't, uh, I haven't really used. Uh, yeah, your account is not business sorry? from what I learned. It's not business. Your account is not a business account. Like yeah, it's Instagram a business account. It's just it's, a public yeah, account. Yeah, I ideally I'd like for it to be a business. I switched to a creator account actually. Uh, but I'm considering okay. switching back to a business account. But yeah, so um, mm. <clears throat> at this point, I, I'm focused on the kind of the, the different kind of things that I get to do. For instance, like okay. memes are stuff that uh, many people like they Almost every single, I, I would confidently say that almost every single area in Chennai has at least one meme page and uh, a lot of mm. people are doing it and it's great. They're doing True. great stuff. But I realized that I want yeah, to yeah. do something different after a point mm. because I just didn't mm-hmm. want to, because I also noticed that I was repeating the same old stuff. I was. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. I noticed that on your content. I was like, maybe I was that time. I, I was actually like, I wasn't into the whole uh, hmm. podcast creating thing but i was wondering like maybe he's struggling with i i was man i was because i didn't know i just didn't know what to post and at that point my mindset was okay my audience mm-hmm. likes this and it was sort of pandering to the crowd that i already had and i didn't realize how boring it would mm-hmm. be because i like it just took me mm-hmm. one day i was going down my own feed and i was like oh my god what is this it's literally the same post repeated over and over <laughs> again and that's when I realized mm. that, okay, things need to change. And that's when I started to, you know, plan mm. things out. And uh, at this point, I'm happy with how okay. uh, things are going because I know that I'm mm. making a little more effort than I would. Because the last vital meme of mine was uh, something I posted when mm. the names were changed in Chennai. And it took me, it took okay. me three minutes to make the entire thing. And I posted it. I locked back after 10 minutes. I see that it has like, what, 7,000 or 8,000 likes. Yeah, so like it's amazing. It on the outset, it is amazing, but it also gave me severe imposter syndrome on the inside because I noticed that it was only after I posted that that I realized that a lot of people made the same joke again. And Uh, I don't really, I don't like first for starters, I don't, I stopped minding when people stole my memes or stole my uh, jokes a while back because Mm. uh, I realized that it is something that's bound to happen when you're on a public platform, but. I also put myself mm-hmm. in the other people's shoes and saw that, okay, yeah, I, I, uh, and then I realized, okay, maybe I should step up and do something else, which is why I've been, uh, like posting digital art and animation and it's going to be mostly, it's, it's mostly going to be animation and stuff like that henceforth. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the change. Mm-hmm. That's, that's damn cool. So Guys, that's that brings us to the end of this podcast episode. So, if you like this podcast, do follow Nicketronics on Instagram and also my account if you want to know more updates about my podcast. And so, Nicketronics, this was your first 
podcast episode how uh, it feel i done one with it's just talking in a way it's just it's yeah. just us talking and like we've been doing that all along basically we've been doing podcast yeah exactly like that. and this yeah this is the basically and you just be like you know what this is a podcast it's on spotify go listen they like, oh my god what talent this boy well so yes so i, I did i did fun. man i, really I mean any conversation about the ipl gets me hyped up so yep i had a lot of fun <laughs> awesome i had a lot of fun uh doing yep. this episode with thank. you so good luck thank you thank you neeraj thank you and thank you for having me by the way thank yeah. you for coming okay this is this really i didn't <laughs> expect i'll get a reply no problem man. no so problem So yes guys thank you so much for listening this podcast is available on Spotify Google podcast breaker overcast pretty much everywhere except apple podcast because apple podcast mm-hmm. is stupid so stupid no you just lost some sponsorship from apple so like yeah yeah oh my god no i love apple i use iphone everything <laughs> apple is awesome buy the new iphone that great you can say also sponsor great Okay so if you like the podcast uh do for drop a follow on Spotify subscribe on Google podcast and stay home stay safe stay healthy this is me signing off with guru <laughs>